0: This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by GameFi. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special Gamescom edition of GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Andrew Goldfarb. Hello. Tina Amini. Hey. In a tip-top shape, Zach Ryan. Scoop! And uh, we've got a great show for you right now. <laughs> a, a little bit of a truncated show, but that's okay. We're very all very busy here at Gamescom. We're going to talk about some of the biggest news of the week, some of our favorite games. Uh, but first of all, Tina, this is your games your first Gamescom experience.
1: It is. Can you believe that? Rate
0: it on the IGN scale.
1: Um, it's been very fun because we have the UK team here, and I like that part. So mm. well, yeah. we're a big team.
0: Yeah, I
2: hate when we have to put that phrase at the bottom of reviews and it's like a <laughs> little red box. Uh, but what
0: about the show? What do you think about the show here?
1: Uh, the show Just- is insane. Yeah. Uh, I've never yeah. seen a show on this level before. Yeah. And I've mostly tried to avoid the insanity of it. Mm. Uh, so we've, we've had our, our cushy little corner, which has been nice to take a bunch of our business meetings. Um, but uh, yeah, I've gotten a chance to actually get my hands on to stuff more than I did at E3. So that's kind of cool.
0: Sounds like a 7.0. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. good, not great. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but not great. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's great. You think it's great? I'll give it yeah. eight point one. What don't they expect three hundred fifty thousand people this year? So no, five hundred thousand. Yeah, three hundred fifty thousand people last, last year. Now, like,
3: so yeah. that that was an interesting thing that we were talking about earlier in the week. Uh, Twenty sixteen. Uh, 320,000 people 2017, 350,000 people 2018, 500,000 It's, too it's, insane. Why not? it's yeah. insane I don't
0: think there should ever be that many people in any one place It's, t- it's
3: legitimately terrifying to see the videos of people like like coming into the yeah. convention center like, yeah. when the doors open like, yeah, we, little, uh, we used to
2: have a booth over in the public floor and and we could go up and look down on that <laughs> no. entrance and see people running in It's crazy Yeah.
0: Let's talk about the biggest news of the week The biggest news of the week may surprise you uh lots of you know fair, fair amount of announcements this week we actually have a really good roundup article on ign.com that you can check out of everything but the number one article on ign this week is grandia one and two mm-hmm. being remade for switch and pc and that's surprising to me for a couple of yeah. reasons uh first of all grandia is a fairly obscure older jrpg like 25 years old at this point uh and it's not even coming to PS4 and Xbox One is coming to Switch and PC so like this is all cool it's just surprising to me that it's been right. so popular yeah yeah we talked about this a little bit on NVC apologies
3: for repeating topics but like you know with the with the Vita and the PSP dropping off the way that they have it opens up this total niche market for the Switch to kind of dominate yeah. this this JRPG corner that those platforms previously did so it kind of makes sense that this handheld platform now gets a lot of these yeah. like niche jrpgs and uh, you can't really go wrong with grandia grandia 2 is like one of my favorite rpgs of okay all so time. you've
0: you've played these games yeah
3: anyone mm-hmm. else played these games I've never even touched these.
0: Games. same uh, uh, Andrew's never even heard of grandia <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> I, I literally thought it was great Grandia? grandia? <laughs> yeah uh, no i've been aware of these games i just i never got a chance to play them myself yeah. first one was saturn and playstation one mm-hmm. second one was dreamcast, dreamcast. and ps2 yeah uh, so give us sort of give us the uh the spiel the Grandia Spiel. It, it's sort of a. Uh, spiel sounds German. Uh, yeah, honestly, we're,
3: we're like. The <laughs> yeah. It's not anything super special for a JRPG. It's, you know, the cool. world's ending. You're Can't a plucky wait. young <laughs> hero. Like, you're going to put together a team and go out and save the world um i think at the time it was just one of those things where like graphically it looked amazing on the dreamcast Mm -hmm. you know the the combat uh, system is really unique uh but you know overall it's just it's just a jrpg that's really great and really fond memories of you know was it
1: one of those things where it is it's going to hold up now that we have like decades of certainly not (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) no
3: try to go back and play any jrpg from like the early 2000s and before and it's painful mm. so slow so i mean personally so boring like i've tried to, to go back and like play final fantasy 9 and it's like how did i do this like how did i f- sit through this when i was a kid like i love those games but the way that games are built now it just leaps and bounds ahead of where we were then yeah and it's really really tough to I, I mean i feel that way about n- not just rpgs just a lot of genres yeah. in general yeah, like, yeah. that's true that's
2: rpgs yeah. tend to be so grindy when they're from back in the day yeah mm-hmm. yeah
3: and i love a good grind like i you know like i don't mind a grind and, yeah yeah grindia.
2: my god Surely this is the Boston first time this has been
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, I think Grandia was made by a former uh, or developers who had worked on Lunar, mm-hmm. another very mm-hmm. yeah Lunar. Silphid. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a uh, like, pretty prestigious company. Yeah. Yeah, Game Arts. Mm-hmm. So I, I anticipate the uh, announcement that Lunar is being remade. I would. Okay, so <laughs> <soon>.
3: <laughs> Lunar and Lunar Two, I might make an exception for because those
0: games are full on bangers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that was like, the biggest news of the week on IGN.com. That's I wild. Was, Shadow ma-
1: 3 got a release date.
0: Well that that's also true. got a release that's date. True. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Another one of those does it hold um, up.
0: Well, I was gonna say, like <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> the reason
2: big is because of Switch. Kind of point. Mm-hmm. Because the other big news story <laughs> this week was Octopath Traveler topped
0: the sales charts for last month. Yeah, we just found that Best selling oh, wow. game of July. Yeah. yeah. yeah Speaking of awesome. JRPGs I guess people mm-hmm. do like them. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh,
3: but even an Octopath Traveler feels, like, five times faster than, you know, yeah. an RPG of yore. And yeah, even then, that, don't
1: you have to play, like, 10 to 15 hours just to start to break through? this yeah. going to send out some text messages. Here. <laughs> I, I got I to I answer, <laughs> <real quick. laughs> answer this
0: real quick. I've got to answer this real quick. No, it's just like, as a side note to um, Grandia 1 and 2 being remade, they also announced this week that Langrisser one and two are being remade as well. And these are even more obscure than Grandia.
2: (laughs) Zach was joking about me never having
0: heard of Grandia. I've literally never heard of this game. So there was a Sega Genesis game called Warsong in the US, and that was Langrisser. the, the Western release of mm-hmm. Language Zero, and it was a very cool tactics, turn-based strategy and I liked. But like, it, I hadn't even like thought of it in like whatever thirty right. years, <laughs> twenty years. Yeah, so like that game and its sequel are now being remade. Also, <laughs> so it's like okay, it's cool, it's super cool. It's just like wow, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, and I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no, that's wild. But I'm glad it's happening. GameScoop is sponsored by GameFly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want, with no late fees or due dates, ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back, and they'll send you the next title on your list. Today, every Scoop listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com Scoop. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com S-C-O-O-P. Gamefly.com Scoop. Check it out. Uh, All right, also news this week, we got a release date for Devil May Cry 5, and that release date is (laughs) March 8th, 2019, so that puts it right in between the biggest release date of 2019 so far, February 22nd, Mm -hmm. which is what, Anthem, Metro Exodus, Days Gone, anything else on that same day, Crackdown 3 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on that day, Uh, so quickly followed by Devil May Cry 5 on the 8th, and then right after that is uh, The Division 2 on March 15th, Mm -hmm. so... Yep. very busy and release my window birthday on then. March 5th is part of that most important call. yeah yep yeah. yep yeah. 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 so <laughs>
1: we're reviewing you too yeah.
0: oh no <laughs> I'll get you a copy of Devil May Cry 5 for your birthday Oh. yeah thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> our own Joe Scrabble has got to uh, check out Devil May Cry 5 this week at Gamescom and yeah. I think he had a blast he said it felt great
3: we, yeah. we had it on the live show
0: and yeah. uh just watching
3: you know they, they came out and did a live demo of it and just watching them play it was a lot of fun because you kind of forget about that stylish action you know and it's yeah. really been refined since i i haven't played devil may cry since probably three okay and so it's been a while and and watching them play it i was like oh yeah i could i could get into some dmc this looks like a lot of fun the combo stuff is so cool yeah
0: it's yeah. also just so ridiculous so yeah. over the top i love it well, yeah, the, you mentioned DMC. The last game was DMC, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like they've sort of kept the visual style of DMC, but I think the, the combat's supposed to feel more like classic mm-hmm. Devil May Cry in this case. Right. Um,
1: With still the over-the-top quality,
0: yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I don't know, any Devil May Cry fans up here?
1: I no? like DMC. Your, yeah? yeah, You liked
0: DMC, yeah. the last yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, the
1: last yeah. one that came out. I thought, yeah. it, I thought it actually was a good spin from it. But, and it doesn't seem too removed, but I haven't gotten my hands on it yet, so couldn't say.
0: Yeah. Well, that one looks pretty cool, like we said, March 8th. And then uh, we also found out that Sekiro Shadows Die Twice Mm -hmm. uh, also coming the same month. I think it's March 22nd. Yeah, I believe Uh, that's right. And we had that on the show. I don't know if it was new stuff that they're showing. It was, was, yeah
3: well so that was the bcd demo here it is now Ooh, this is okay. the bcd demo from e3 i believe mm. um, that they just brought to gamescom and, and showed it publicly this yeah. game looks so awesome i know you're mm. not a dark soulsman but um, i like i'm a ninjaman.
0: yeah so i could make you know yeah
3: this, this mean, is more appealing to me i think the, the the locomotion here and the way that the you know like later when we get into the enemies and the sneaking and stuff it looks so cool it reminds me so much of like tenchu except yeah. it looks like really really difficult i'm very
0: into this i'm a i'm a I mean, FromSoft guy so yeah, yeah this from soft really sp- made tenchu and then yeah. when they were teasing this game a lot of people wondered maybe this is a new mm-hmm. tenchu game
3: but, but i mean for all intents and purposes yeah, yeah like it, it very well could be like a spiritual successor or something yeah know. it still has like yeah. bonfires and stuff though right uh, i don't know i'm not sure i mean i don't th- think bonfires existed in feudal japan um, so
2: 3 by
0: 3 by 3. Just, what we're seeing here doesn't really remind me of of dark souls or Com- Run,
2: i
3: mean combat wise this yeah. looks a lot like bloodborne a lot like dark souls the way that you're dodging parrying you know like moving around your enemy to find an opening yeah it, for sure um but there's other things like uh, the the fluidity with which the character moves like the the verticality of it um totally new from from soft i'm really excited to you know See Lucy, uh,
1: Lucy O'Brien actually played this mm. game this week, and uh, she, she had a write- up for us as well, but she said that it um, kicked her butt quite, quite, yeah. Uh, yeah. quite a bit, <laughs> and that even coming from like, a soul's background, she just couldn't quite get her grasp around it, and they kind of mm. had to like fast forward. In, in the
3: same way that bloodborne is faster than Souls, like this looks even faster than that. Yeah. And I love the idea. so like you're, the whole thing is like they called it a what do they call it? a shinobi prosthetic on your left arm cool. and you can trick it out with different things. like in this demo, we see him uh, like, whip out an axe and cut down. Uh, shields but apparently and go. the grappling hook as well but like apparently you can uh, equip a bunch of different stuff on that arm and have all these different powers to cycle through so this
0: game looks awesome yeah, yeah I can't it, wait to really to really, really stoked for this uh, and I'm glad you know, it was just sort of revealed I think at E3 and I'm glad we're getting the release date less than a year that's yeah, awesome it's revealed, yeah, yeah so. That's another one I look forward to playing next fall. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, games that people are looking forward to, I finally got to see that behind closed doors demo of Cyberpunk nice. 2077 that yeah. everyone else saw at E3. Uh, and so I finally got to see it here at the show. And there, there's some slight tweaks, I think, to what they were showing at E3. Yeah, mm-hmm. they
1: let the audience members kind of choose. Yeah, certain make things. some choices. Yeah.
0: Choose, choose the uh, uh, the gender of your character at the, uh, the beginning of the game. I think they're showing just female at E3. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now it can be male or female. So we play as a male. Uh, so here's the thing. I, I was very impressed, I thought it looked really cool. Right. Maybe not quite as impressed as everyone else seemed to be at E3. Because mm-hmm. everyone was coming out of that demo uh, acting like this was the most amazing thing they'd ever seen. Right.
1: Oh, well, your expectations were That's raised. That's right. true, there's that
0: too. Um, I thought it seemed like a very, very cool uh, open world RPG. The most impressive uh, part of it to me was how densely packed the city was. It felt like a real living city. And as you moved about it, going from mission to mission, there were no loading screens, everything mm-hmm. is seamless. Tons of stuff is going on around you, so it feels like a real living city, but aside from that, it feels like, you know, just like fairly typical open world RPG that yeah. we've seen before. It's the, it's the little touches, right?
2: Yeah. Like, for me, I, I totally agree. I think it's reminiscent a lot. Like, like combat's like a little Borderlands-y and, a, you know, there's like, there's a lot of games that I, I see sort of influences from and not as much from Witcher, actually, yeah. but it, it is that moment when you see Night City and when you see all the people yeah. and they're not just like the typical NPCs like going through like a set animation, like they really feel like they're living and they like bump into each other and they like interact in, in ways that seem, at least in this demo, really meaningful. Yeah. I, I, I think with any demo like this though, who knows exactly. if that's gonna be anywhere exactly. near what that game actually the, is like.
3: The way that when I saw the, when I saw the demo and Andrew and I saw it together actually, we uh, the we way that hand. I felt about it what's that? We held we did we yeah. held hands through the whole demo. <laughs> uh, the, the way that I felt about watching it, the the thing that really blew me away was the 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 options that you have, the ways, the many different ways that you can complete objectives. You know, they showed us one particular way that they completed the... uh, the, There's this whole thing where you had to get a chipset and then sell that and do this other thing. But like... The way that they're talking about it, they said things like, "Well, you can keep that chipset and sell it for yourself, and then buy modifications, or you can pay off somebody and have them go into this building and like deal with wh- whoever the enemy is there to get the chips, or, or you know, like there's all these, or it was a robot. That's yeah. what it was, not yeah. a chip. Yeah. yeah, and there's all these different uh, scenarios in which like you could." Work around that objective to get to your goal. And I, I think that, to me, is what was so forward-thinking about it. Like, that, that was what I walked out of there thinking a lot about. It's like, man, if there are this many options for every mission in the game... Yeah. Like, yeah, people literally gasped when
2: they said at the very end of our demo, they were like, "We also could have done this, this, and this," and people <gasps> were like, yeah. Yeah. One, "One guy,
0: guy fainted just before." <laughs> <heads off.
2: laughs>
0: yeah. the There's a lot of pearl clutching.
1: Yeah. It's also the aesthetic too. I mean, like it sure. contributes both just visually because it's really nice to look at, and all of the yeah. different characters, like with the woman missing half her face, so with cool. the android missing half her face. So cool. It's that, so but it's awesome. also the yeah. fact that you know that that also contributes inevitably to gameplay. Like the guns all look interesting. The, the spider bot thing that we we saw in the demo yeah. um, looks really interesting and like added kind of a different grab to the combat or it looked to because, you know, we didn't get our hands on it so we can't say exactly. Yeah. But it seemed like it made a more diverse kind of an environment. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is pr- this isn't a totally fair comparison, but like it's not as visually striking as God of War. Of course, God of War is very much more, you know, focused and, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. not there aren't I, as many variables that can happen at one time. I don't time. know. I, I disagree. Like I, I think that it
3: is equally visually striking as God of War. I think that the, the artistic direction, especially, was really, really mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact that it, it looks like so, so like so almost stereotypically cyberpunk, but also so unique at the same time. Like, the enemy the set in the the enemy set that you the primary like antagonists in the yeah. demo that we saw are these dudes that are like obsessed with modifying themselves so much to yeah. the point that like half their faces are That's missing really and they cool. have like it's really, like really, that. really smart yeah. and stuff. And you could
1: tell it's part of the culture too, because yeah. you see the like different kinds of groups of people, like you know, these agent style looking people that also clearly have modifications, but then you see the more like street punk style too. Right.
3: Right. And Damon you actually asked a question on our live show that I really dug about uh, uh what was it called like modification insanity or something like yeah, they call you it mod cyber yourself to the, the point like in
0: the, in the tabletop game i think it's called cyber psychosis right like you mod yourself to the point that like you, you just go crazy mm. and i think that's a
3: really interesting concept too like it, it's it's be a, an interesting mechanic to have in the background like what's your level
0: of like cyber
3: poisoning you know yeah yeah kind of
0: yeah I, I, f- I think everyone we've seen in the game has some sort of uh modifications yeah. i wonder if we're gonna if they're gonna introduce characters that have sort of uh tried to avoid that try to stay pure like to that their like that episode of Black
3: Mirror where she doesn't have the chip, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which one is that? Which episode is the that? The worst episode, the
3: one where uh, they you record all your memories and play them back? Yeah. Yeah. That it's that from the, the first season. Episode? No, it's the worst yeah. because it's like gut wrenching. Oh, oh. Yeah. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. There yeah. are a lot of It's probably the ba- it's probably my
0: favorite episode, yeah. but it's like one that you watch like, "Oh god, no." Yeah. 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 Uh as far as the um, the first person perspective, I mm. still see a lot of people sort of complaining about that. That doesn't I doesn't, li- bother, that doesn't, me doesn't yeah. bother me at all. Yeah. Yeah, However, I, I, do, I don't fully buy um, the developers' uh, reasoning behind that. They said they made it first person to maximize immersion, mm-hmm. but then when you shoot people, numbers fly out of them. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I don't know if that's <laughs> a lot yeah. of
1: developers say that about like third person, but pulled yeah. in cameras to like over the shoulder cameras. Yeah. They say it's for immersion, but it's just you know whatever. Yeah, whatever style you prefer.
0: Um, so you guys are you still feeling pretty strong about Cyberpunk. Mm. Yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. I really
2: adore it, yeah. and and I think it, it's funny. It reminds me so much of like like I can name games. It reminds me of, but truthfully, I, I walked out more thinking of like Blade Runner and yep. Fifth Element. And, yeah. Like it reminds me more of like uh,
3: worlds we've seen in in film than than other games.
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems to have a lot of like pop culture kind of references. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: It, it sounds it sounds hyperbolic, but I still believe. Like walking out of that demo, I turned to Andrew and was like, I, I felt like I saw the the future of gaming. Like the that, the way that that game, the ideas that are there. That seems it just seems very forward-thinking to me. I matter. think
1: it's also the fact that we saw such a big chunk of the game, yeah, and like, the from, like an from hour start long to yeah, finish. Very long, yeah,
0: most like by E3, GameStop demos like fifteen, 15 minutes, twenty yeah. yeah. minutes, and that's so a huge chunk of the game. And we only had time to do two two missions basically. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and that, that extended one, and it's like a side quest. It's not
2: even like we've seen a story mission yet. Right.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to come across as a hater. I think it's a very very cool game. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I, I think I it's okay. I think it's it. okay to like be excited about something and not be ecstatic about it and i think that that's something that we you know often get criticized for but it's like it's okay to be like hey this thing is good not amazing so yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i know there's a lot of hunger out there to see gameplay so i don't know hopefully hopefully you'll get to see some of that sometime soon uh zach we've been running this live show here all week long on uh here at gamescom yeah uh let's talk about some of the uh the highlights that we saw had on the show for me i thought i'm really liking Assassin's Creed Odyssey and yeah. I think Andrew you recently just got a chance to play yeah. it today right played it
2: this morning it is yeah. so hard the,
0: the demo so they're hard. showing well the, the, the demo they're showing here is weird it's, af- it's late game like after the story yeah, like, I kind of did that yeah. they're, they're showing a, a boss fight with Medusa which is crazy yeah
2: and even like so they, they said it was one of the very like towards the end side missions you can even get like one, yeah. of, the, one of the final ones and yeah it's like every enemy is at max level and, and you really have to like when I started the demo like, I was like Oh, did you play the, the E3 build? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. a lot, there, There's so much to the controls of it. Like, yeah. you, you have to know. Like, it, it does feel soulsy. You do have to be smart about parrying and dodging. and like, There's certain visual cues for things that like you, mm. it's an unavoidable attack. And yeah. It, yeah, you have it to be a lot more great. deliberate
1: with all of your moves. Yeah. And then, like, so when you go and you initiate the mission, um, you're supposed to attack these guards, as you're seeing right now on screen. Um, and I actually, I, I failed so many times that I went back, killed the guards first, then picked up the mission. Oh, you played it too. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> did. Um, I played it yesterday. And uh, after that, like I had this massive bounty on my head, and a bunch of mercenaries came mm. after me, and one yeah. had a bear, and I yeah. felt really bad about killing and the bear, And that's that actually. thing in the
2: bottom right, is like, as you basically like, make a faction angry, there is, there's this bounty system that's really, really cool. It's almost like GTA yeah, style. Like the, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, it is.
0: It's stars in GTA, And right? the
1: mercenaries are tough to kill, and they do frequently have these like massive bears, these pet bears that come along. With them, um, and I did feel really bad for killing the bear. I would <laughs> feel terrible, yeah. And I, I told to. uh, the developer who was helping me with the demo that, and he said, Well, actually, you can spec yourself in such a way that you can befriend the bears mm. essentially, <laughs> and you don't have to kill them, you can actually walk up to them, and they're your pet, they help you in combat and stuff. Sounds Definitely amazing. doing that instead.
0: Well, how do you feel about how heavily Assassin's Creed is leaning into mythology now? You're fighting Medusa in the game now.
2: I love it. Yeah?
0: I, mean, it's so, I, I mean, like, It doesn't bother me at
2: all. I've said for years, like, I, this is you the kind of thing that gets me interested in Assassin's Creed again, because I think for a while it was so... Just, every single year it felt like we were... You know, obviously they changed the setting, but it had been a while since they did something dramatically different, and I think Origins was really, really smart in, in mechanics and in, in making it feel more like a proper RPG. Yeah. And now if they're getting weird with it, like, I would love to play an Assassin's Creed game in space. Or like, like, do weird stuff. <laughs> I, I think that would wow. make it so interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it makes for a really interesting. Like, just fighting Medusa was, was really difficult. And I don't necessarily care about Medusa as a fictional character, per se. But, um, like, I don't feel one way or another about it. But fighting it. her Medusa was... <laughs> My whole <laughs> yeah. bedroom
0: decked out Medusa. We <laughs> <You laughs> call
1: ourselves snakeheads.
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> a, <laughs> a Medusa man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: But it made for a really tough fight. And I didn't feel like... I don't. Did, Andrew, did you get up to the, the Medusa boss fight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
2: beat it. it uh, I uh, yeah, neither. I, a she lot of people in our demo did I, I think Joe Scrubbles played yeah. it, too. A couple people did.
1: But I didn't feel overwhelmed by the, the <laughs> I mean, stone at, minions I was, I was, she sends out. Over
3: 150, yeah, 150,000 so points of damage.
2: It's yeah. Crazy. yeah, yeah. It, Sorry, you're saying.
1: Yeah, I like you know. Frequently, I feel like in boss fights, like part of the round is oh, okay. You know, this, the minions are coming out now, yeah. you have to defeat them. And I didn't feel overwhelmed by it at all. It felt more like I was facing Medusa, and then that was just an occasional wave that I had to deal with. They're actually
2: really fun because uh, they're like little like stone men, and they, they, they don't take like nearly as many hits as like a normal non-stone man.
0: So. Non-stillman.
2: yeah they're, they're good men to fight uh, i recommend fighting those men
0: zach i know like me you've been playing a lot of assassin's creed origins lately yeah uh so how are you feeling about odyssey it's funny because i'm i'm
3: still not finished with the uh, assassin's creed origins it's something that nobody I, is uh, yeah, no one's actually ever finished that game. It's, it's a game that i've been playing a, like i played the witcher off and on over the course of you know a, a year and i keep going back to it and being like oh yeah i really love this um but that being said, like I'm so stoked for Odyssey. I think it looks great. Like I'm yeah. more into Greek mythology than I am into Egyptian mythology. Mm. This is more in my wheelhouse. Um, some of the stuff, like the combat, looks even more evolved than than it was from the last game. And I really like what you can see here in the uh, if you're watching this version of uh, in the left hand side and left hand corner here. There's all these additional powers that you can do yeah. that they they mix into combat mm. that, that I think look really cool. Like in this Medusa fight, you see this like big area of effect attack. That's yeah. like it's really cool.
1: You I'm, can I'm stoked her for it too. Yeah. And,
3: and the
2: one at the bottom on the wheel on the left is the Spartan kick Yeah, it's like it's right. when when you have someone on the edge of like a cliff
1: and oh, you yeah. do it so good. it feels so good That's and awesome. you know you have to say the line when you do yeah. it too? So yeah. like yeah. every oh, I time I screamed
0: it in the demo yeah. room it was really starting <laughs> <like> to everybody yeah <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we also found out this week that Assassin's Creed will be taking a year off next year, it used to be an annualized franchise, then took a year off before Origins, and Origins seemed to really benefit from that, so I think some people were a little bit skeptical about Odyssey when it announced it would be the next year, even though Odyssey's looking great, but now Mm -hmm. apparently the franchise is going to be taking the year off next year, so that leads me to ask, what's going to be Ubisoft's big fall game? Next I assume year. Watch Dogs Three is coming. Right? Yeah, like because yeah. yeah.
2: their cycle is really smart now. They for a long time Assassin's Creed was annualized, but it was always out of Montreal, and then they expanded to Toronto. and mm. And I mean, this game is from Quebec. Like I think Ubisoft does a really good job. They have like a billion studios in every continent, yeah. so I think it makes sense that they're leveraging those. And I would imagine the next big project would be from Toronto. Like yeah. I don't think we've seen them. Interesting.
0: All right, I know we're running short on time. Zach, what were some other highlights from our live show this week? Uh, really quickly, uh, just to blow through. Like, the, I really love the Messenger. Um, I love the
3: Messenger too. The Messenger is an yeah. incredible eight slash sixteen bit platformer in a Ninja Guide vein. Yep. Uh, I re- I finally got an opportunity to play Starlink. Um, and the Battle for Atlas. Yeah. From Ubisoft. Yeah. So Starlink. I think Ubisoft is doing something really smart in their partnerships with Nintendo. I played it on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're, this is the second time I feel like they've shown off a game that we've been like why and then like, you, when you get an opportunity yeah, to play everyone, it, everyone it it's really great it's really yeah. yeah and it feels to me like a star like, it feels to me like the, a star fox successor um, it really does. like, like the, the star fox game that we should have gotten on the wii u like, yeah i yeah. did the i just did
2: a little bit of the demo today. i did like the boss fight mm-hmm. um and it, it the spider totally, boss. Yeah, yeah it
3: completely feels like a star fox <laughs> super cool boss fight. It's mm-hmm. great. um and the, then uh the last game that i wanted to mention was uh Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil Two looks amazing, right? Yeah, Resident. They showed off Claire gameplay uh, here at Gamescom, and uh, the craziest thing about this is like I remember playing Resident Evil Two as a kid and being scared of the monsters in that game, and uh, they are nothing compared to what it looks like (laughs) in full. Like here's William Birkin with an eye like busting out (laughs) of his shoulder, and it's just it's so awful and terrifying. Like I love it.
0: I can't wait. Yeah, like, Resident Evil 2 had a fixed camera Mm -hmm. in the original game, and now they're going full 3D. Mm -hmm. But it's like, not even like, it's interesting to go back to third person after Resident Evil 7, Mm -hmm. right, being first person. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like
3: two different series, you know? Yeah, like, almost like,
0: yeah. yeah, almost like Seven kind of started a new right. branch of And This what one's more in the vein of Four. Yeah.
2: yeah, I was actually really surprised when they revealed Seven because the, the rumor for years was just they were going to do a hard
0: reboot of that mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah. So I was actually surprised it even was called Seven. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Uh, okay, so Tina and Andrew, mm-hmm. what, what are some of the things you guys got to play and that really stood out to um,
1: you? I saw Control, which I was really excited about because I'm a big Remedy fan. Ah, that's that one yes. that was announced
0: at E3? Yes. Yeah.
1: And so they were actually pretty forthcoming with what they talked about. Um, um, even at E3, it was on our live show then too, and um, they explained a lot about it. How you know you're this woman with supernatural powers, and then you infiltrate the FBC, which is like the FBI but in like a supernatural world, mm. uh, and then you become the FBC director. Uh, through some weird ritualistic, like, demonic process, Mm -hmm. uh, and then you gain more powers. Like the FBI. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's a little bit like their, you know, area, like, you know, their Area 51 version. Hmm. Um, So it was really interesting to see uh, how that combat actually worked, uh, even though I didn't get a chance to play it myself, but your weapons can kind of transform, your your pistol, which only the director of the FBC gets, uh, can transform, and um, you get a lot of powers, too, that uh, let you either traverse, so it's kind of like metroidvania in the way that there are a lot of open rooms in the hub which is called the oldest house uh and then you go through like those rooms if you have abilities that, like levitate you can levitate over gaps that kind of thing mm. um, but there's a lot of personality like this janitor is just kind of delirious and sings to himself and you try to talk to him and he just keeps singing and you're like oh okay
0: well, so I'm, I'll just I'm, go now. I'm still not totally clear on like what kind of game this is, what the gameplay is. It's
1: a supernatural action adventure game. There you go. If you remember some of the abilities you had in Quantum Break, if you played okay. that, it's it's similar. So they kind of borrowed that and ditched the whole like you know narrative thing that they were doing with the TV show tie-in episodic mm. thing. But um, just
2: third person like. Alan Wake style in terms of how it controls the phrase.
1: Yeah, yeah. you have a pistol and you have some special powers. You can bring up a shield from the rocks on the ground. Uh, You can launch items at people. And then some of the enemies, which are these like... Possessed FBC agents, because uh, there was an invasion uh, in the FBC. Uh, so they can, they also can do similar things that you can do. So there's probably some weird tie-in.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When I, when this was revealed at E3, I compared it to uh, psyops or Galarians, and then I realized. Psyops. Then I wow. realized that nobody remembers what those games are. So, Dude, yeah.
0: Psyops is a game. People send that in as a suggestion for 20 questions every so often. I, we can't do this one. No really? one's, ever, no one's yeah. gonna guess psyops. Yeah. Wait, is that the one, like, the Mindgate Conspiracy? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. It is. I
1: also played my friend Pedro. Which boss. looks amazing. It yeah. looks cool. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah, it is so good. And it was difficult to kind of get my head around the fact that you can, like, spin dash, but then also slow down time yeah. and jump and flip and then, like, shoot in different directions. But it's not a twin-stick shooter, so you have to aim target like grab on on with that and then use the same joystick to target someone else all while in slow mo all while probably flipping I mean if you want to be stylish
0: yeah so this is that like it's a 2d uh, side-scrolling action game but it's supposed to give you that sort of like stylish Uh, matrix gun if you're watching right
3: now this dude is like flipping a skateboard and shooting a guy and like there's at one point I think he flips the skateboard just into an enemy's head and kills him and it's it's so ridiculous and so funny like we were honestly cheering during the live show watching (laughs) it here's the best part just jumps off of one skateboard onto another it's it's like ballet it really is yeah cool
1: and you're you're multitasking so much and then there's actually a ton that you can do too like there's a frying pan you can kick the frying pan and then shoot at it because it it ricochets kind of like this actually so any kind of metal object
2: I mean, it just makes me think of Deadpool, honestly, like it's like, like in a very popular
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Really his fighting style is definitely Deadpool. And he looks kind of like Deadpool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now that you mm-hmm. mention it. Wait yeah. a minute. Except <laughs>
1: wait a minute. <laughs> the, minute. <laughs> yeah. Except the Brazilian version, because uh, the developer's girlfriend is from Brazil and she helped, uh, you know, give some input into the oh, design. that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's so how, why his name is Pedro.
0: Is it difficult to, when you were playing this, to make <laughs> it this stylish? <laughs> Sorry. Like, how is it difficult to play um, and make it was It was initially stylish?
1: because I couldn't wrap my head around the controls because there's so much going on. You legitimately are multitasking, mm. and especially uh, taking the target um, and shooting two at once was really difficult for me to flip and time freeze and all that other stuff. But you get into it, and uh, eventually, like, it does get pretty comfortable, and then you feel <laughs> you feel pretty great. Yeah. Uh, just like it looks.
0: Do we know what the timetable for this game is? When this when this, this is coming out?
1: He just said next year. It's oh, been it's in next year yeah. cool. He
0: said he's been developing it for four
3: years. It's yeah. one guy. Yeah, uh, one guy. It's too. one, of, the, oh, it's one of those. One mm-hmm. of the things that's like so like so smart to me about this game is that it one of the features that it has built into it is a gift generator. So Whoa. like if you do something super cool, you can gif it and share it immediately. And I can't think of a better way to promote this yeah. game. Yeah, that's like so smart. seeing seeing this game like flood Twitter with gifts of just this like crazy shit I think is so smart like yeah. that's that's going to be an easy way to sell it yeah when cool. you
1: end a level it, it shows you your score and it does a replay of what it thinks was like your best moment so that's like the giveable moment oh yeah, yeah. very
2: cool, so cool. alright Andrew how about you uh, I saw a game called Sable which one uh, is that that's very, oh Sable looks so cool it's so cool it's like um, it has this very uh, like yeah. hand-drawn style it looks like um, kind of like Mobius uh, like that style of art and it's, it's this really cool like so the game it 's like exactly at my pretentious indie nerdy alley it's, um, there isn 't <laughs> really like a, a there are puzzles that you can do that seem actually really really cool and very hard, but the entire game is, is basically you 're a young girl wow. and you 're from this society where uh, you go on almost like the, like a pilgrimage like like in you know Amish culture like, a, like basically it 's like she 's left home so it 's Amish in the city it 's Amish in the city that 's right uh, she 's left home, and, and the thing about this game are these masks and so in kind of the place he's from, uh, all the children wear these masks that don't really mean anything. They're just masks for children. But then when you go out in the real world as an adult, you're trying on different masks. And that is like obviously like a metaphor for being an adult and choosing what your life is going to be and, and figure out what kind of person you are. And it's just basically this gigantic, very Breath of the Wild style, um, <laughs> Breath of the Wild style, uh, Breath of the Wild like uh, open world kind of. You can climb anything, there's no set order, you can do whatever you want. You can instantly beat the game. Like, you can just walk out, grab a mask, be like, this is the one I want, and go home. Like, there's no, yeah. there's no like, real sense of urgency or anything. Uh, it almost reminded me too of, of The Witness a little bit, like that idea of just walking around with like, a very low-stakes environment. Mm-hmm. But they do this cool thing, you have this motorbike, uh, which I guess is the equivalent of like, the horse in Breath of the Wild. And you can uh, upgrade it in all these weird ways and you can For find... the
3: motorbike in Breath of the Wild? <laughs> yeah. No, yes. we're like yes. a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, that's
2: a good point. But it, it just looks so beautiful and, and the guys who are making it... Um, Japanese
0: breakfast. It's
2: uh, The guys making it... It's two guys and they're working out of one of the guys' parents' shed. So they're called Shedworks. And that's, that's the crazy. name that's the developer.
3: Crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> so what, what are you doing? Are you t- Dungeon, dungeon crawling puzzle solving like what's the there's deal? a lot of
2: um, the puzzles I, I, meant, like I feel weird comparing it so often to Breath of the Wild but uh, it really is that's the best way to understand what it is that's a good comparison I think um, pretty good the climbing you have, like stamina when you climb and you have like a, it looks like kind of like the paraglider in Zelda but um, you have this orb you can float in for a short time so mm-hmm. like you can jump off a cliff and like gracefully float down cool it, it just seems like it's so beautiful and the style yeah. is so unique and I'm, I'm really curious to feel what it because we saw a hands-off demo mm-hmm. i would love to play it and see what it feels like
0: cool looks very cool we probably have time for one more highlight ooh um i would say
2: team sonic racing which i was very surprised to uh kind of be impressed by wow you know kart racers everyone's going to compare them to mario kart people do pretty standard stuff the twist in this one is uh you can see on the left you have teams and what i thought was interesting is you can come in last place and still technically win a race because it's the combined point total of your team. And so the the whole point of it isn't really just about staying in first place. It's about working together with the people on your team. And I don't know, I I had a lot of fun with it even just playing with bots. I feel like with friends and when you're coordinating stuff, this would probably be so fun and so frantic. Hmm. It's sort of more, it it honestly feels more like a party game than a racing game once you incorporate that side of it.
1: So this game is going to make you hate your friends?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like any good party so, game does. I was yeah. going to say like, like most Sonic games do. <laughs> uh, is this a, a this year game? This 2018? Uh, I believe so, yeah. And it's
2: yeah. coming to Switch and, and other consoles and PC. Very and cool. yeah, it's just super fun. I mean, honestly, I really like All-Stars, uh, what is it, Racing All-Stars Transformed. Uh, and so this is just a fun little continuation of that.
3: Yeah, Racing All-Stars I feel like was kind of this like, cult hit that that sort of gained this momentum after it was released and people like no actually that's a really great kart racer you should play it before you're you know knocking it and uh, all the reception for this that I've seen has been really yeah. really positive and you know we're waiting Mario, uh, Mario Kart World
2: Tour I think it's called the mobile one was announced but we haven't seen it oh, yeah, so yeah. you know while you wait that. I think this is a totally fun
0: kart yeah. racer well Andrew you've shown great restraint in not bringing up Persona 3 <laughs> and 5 Dancing in Moonlight and Dancing in Starlight saw those again yeah very cool I got yeah. to see
2: them in English finally
3: what's it like to preview a game that you've already beaten yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is, what is that like? It's weird because I'm getting context
2: and cutscenes of like dialogue I didn't understand when I played it in Japanese. So it's sure. like I understand why I'm doing stuff. Yeah,
3: you're crazy. I'm man. so, weird. I'm so I, weird. I'd like to know why you do some stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Why
0: do you? Why are you the way you are? Yeah.
3: Why are you like this? You made me like this. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, just a few highlights from Gamescom this year. Uh, once again, I recommend you check out our wrap-up article on IGN.com. It mm-hmm. goes through everything. Lots more detail in there. Lots more game announcements. So coming out of the show, that's sort of like the last really big trade show of the year. There's mm-hmm. TGS, but that's sort of been de-emphasized in recent years. So uh, I guess there's also Paris Games Week. Uh, Paris Games Week. <laughs> I and mean, that's where Sony tends to go PSX is at yeah. the end of the year. But yeah. I'm kind of thinking about to like set up stuff that we'll be playing up season, this yeah. fall yeah. coming yeah. out of gamescom what what's your number one pick that you're excited for this fall tina
1: oh boy uh what do we got this fall Refresh my memory, What are you people? excited for? It could be Red Dead, could
0: be Spider-Man, yeah. could be Tomb Raider. Red Dead's a good choice. I think yeah. I would say Red Dead. Yeah, I yeah. want to go
1: back and explore that world. And yeah. what they're talking about with that game sounds like revolutionary from what Red Dead 1 was doing really well.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh I think Shadow. Shadow of the Tomb Raider for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm really excited for that one, too. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, uh, Spider-Man for me. I mean, we're going to play it probably right when we get back yeah, from I this think, trip. But Yeah, I think maybe some people at IGN already have that game, so it's very exciting. Yeah, I, I can't Scoop. wait. Uh, I'm going to go with Mega Man 11. I'm going to show yeah. some love Whoa. to to my man. Mega Man, I'm super excited for that. <laughs> to
3: one. my Mega Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although, I don't know why we have that one on the show this week. I wish we had that one yeah, on the show. They yeah, they were exactly. here. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Zach. Uh, exactly. I'll call, doctor, I'll call Dr. Light and see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the wrap-up from uh, Gamescom this year. Thank you for tuning in for our coverage. Uh, you can find out more about all these games on IGN.com, and as soon as we have more information on all the games we've covered for you this week here at Gamescom, we'll share them with you right here on IGN.com. Take care, everybody.